Welcome to Snapchat with my younger self. I am Monique Callender, and I am the younger self. I'm Karen Thomas, and I always try to just put a little snap in our chat. You are now listening to an intergenerational advice show or Wisdom for the Ages. Mm, Wisdom. (laughs) So what are we talking about today, younger self? Well, I was thinking that we could talk about anger. Woo! Woo! Well, back in 1976, Mm -hmm. there was a movie Mm. called Network. Okay. And it, boy, did it talk about anger. Okay. So this is not 1976, Mm. uh, but it seems like it was as true then as it is now. So listen. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. Hmm. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. The banks are going <laughs> past the shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. (laughs) We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. (laughs) I want you to get mad. Get mad. I'm mad. I want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russian the Russians. In the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. Get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. Everybody get up. <laughs> I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. So, younger self, what makes you angry? What makes you mad? You know, I am so glad that you shared that clip with me and with our listeners, because that is kind of where I'm at. Like, Mm. that's so interesting that that came out in 1976, and Mm -hmm. it's like all of the exact same problems. (laughs) are happening in 2022. So um, the world really just goes around. It really does. Talk about a cycle. Um, yeah, I I am mad about all those things. <laughs> There's plenty to be mad about these days, it feels like. Indeed. Um, but you can't just sit on your anger because mm-hmm. it'll just eat you up, right? And I'm one of those people, I do get, I can get angry pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> I can get angry pretty quickly. Um, have a few uh, hairpin triggers there. Like? Uh, man. Certain jokes will set me off. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, it doesn't even have to be a joke. It could be... Uh, we, know, we know something about some jokes that right. make <laughs> We do know about, uh, yeah, <laughs> jokes. And we talked about that. I know, but sometimes it can just be an article or um, something that's going on. I mean, there's so many injustices in the world. Uh, 
sometimes it's hard to process my anger. So let's let's bring it down a little bit. There's a lot of injustices in the world, but what about in our lives? Mm. In our lives. Oh, girl. I mean, there's plenty of injustices happening on a one-on-one basis all the time, right? Like um, here in France. Well, you wouldn't know this because you have not worked in France. Um, I've not had that pleasure. You haven't. Yeah, (laughs) you're not missing out. (laughs) So tell me. Um, But like uh, French people are really proud of their language. So there's often times where... If you're not fluent in French, maybe they'll make niceties with you for a little bit, but then they'll just close up their circle if you're not speaking uh, French with them and uh, and ignore you. And that can make I've some seen, people really upset. I've seen that happen in the United States, though. It's like, we in America speak English. Yeah, that, that's exactly. The French <laughs> are doing the exact down. same speak thing. English. And that is that can be anger-inducing because it's like, well, the company language is English. So maybe you're the one. No, I don't want to. That's not something. Maybe that's part of this whole microaggression anger that people are really concerned about in in the workplace, Mm. you know, as it uh, surrounds gender, race. Yes. uh, A lot of, of, of changes that are happening in our society that have made us a lot more diverse, yeah. you know, women ascending to places within the corporate hierarchy that mm. they hadn't been before yeah. and judged differently. Yeah. Like that'll make you mad as hell sometimes. That's, you know, something that makes me mad as hell is that I don't feel like women are allowed to express their anger in the same way that men are. Like um, there's been a lot of instances where I've swallowed my anger when I could have rightfully expressed it but I was afraid of embodying the angry black woman stereotype. Mm, um, even the though, angry black woman. Yeah, Ooh, black oh. women are always angry and they're always yelling. And that's, I mean, like this is the stereotype, right? But I think that black women do have a little bit more to be angry about. Um, they do get microaggressed. And that's the problem with microaggressions is that you feel it, but maybe nobody else is noticing it. Um, and that can induce some anger but talk to me then about an an idea that that we had talked about a little bit in our pre-production which is a way to empower Mm. ourselves through our anger yes i do believe um that anger is it can be a good emotion um i i believe that if you take your angry feelings and apply them in a way that's beneficial to you, then you can actually become empowered through your anger. And actually, if you search anger empowerment in Google, the first thing that comes up is, I bet you didn't know this existed because I didn't. There's a, like, you know, Wikipedia, there's there's a superpower wiki. <laughs> I know, right? So the very first- School me. Yes. So the very first thing that comes up is this superpower wiki that I didn't- Super- power. Yeah. So it's it basically like uh, lists all the different superpowers that different superheroes have, right? And anger. Well, this anger is exciting. Right? You, you are turned on with I am. Yeah, yes. Because <laughs> anger empowerment is listed and it's like the Hulk. Like that's his, that's his superpower is anger empowerment. So when he gets angry, 
he gets super strong and his clothes rip off and he's like this big giant monster but he really does go out and do good things Right. Exactly, sort of like the Robin Hood that goes out and gets the bad man. Well, the Bruce Banner character is usually kind of like a meek scientist guy, right? Until he gets angry. So I really feel like women, especially, can benefit from looking at anger as a superpower. And you don't have to rip your clothes off or grow a bunch of muscles for people to feel your empowerment. Well. I mean, <laughs> if you want to rip your clothes off, you do you. Unless it's revenge. Right. I mean, it's that yes. revenge yes. thing. Right. Well, you, that's one way that you can be empowered through anger. Like, think about um, a breakup. Maybe you're so upset from this breakup that you head to the gym and you get your revenge body on. I've done it before. Revenge body. <laughs> I need me one of those. Not a breakup, but a revenge right, a body. Revenge body. <laughs> right. Well, you're going to have to find somebody else Ooh, to get revenge again. Boy, I'll be ready to whip it on you with the revenge body. Yes, it really works. Um, <laughs> but, you know, when I, I think back to some old school and I think about Martin Luther King and I think about Malcolm X and I think about this whole notion of anger, situations that you really cannot tolerate absolutely have really been the catalyst for change. One hundred percent. I think that anger is an emotion that lets you know that something is wrong. And so if you just take your anger and you, you know, scream into a pillow at home, which can be a nice method for <laughs> releasing it, but you're not really giving that anger the the place that it should take which is to help you rectify that wrong or to take action to try to fix the wrong and i think a lot of uh activists maybe start off as just regular old angry people until they become empowered angry about something right something rightfully so mm -hmm. um and then they go out and they do something about it yeah yeah I think it, it really can be an emotion that'll be sometimes even a, well, I'll show them or I'll show you. <laughs> you think this is as far as I could go? Okay, watch me. Yeah. Now, I'm angry, but I'm not going to let anger paralyze me. Right. I'm going to let it propel me. Right. Don't let it eat you up from the inside. Take that fire that you feel and propel yourself forward through your anger. Now, everybody can't do that, Right. So what have been some of the things that maybe you have used or encouraged a friend, mm. uh, a strategy you may have encouraged a friend to use to move past that paralyzing anger? Yeah. Well, not everybody gets angry in the same way, right? Like I'm one of those people I, you know, I, I'll get fired up real quick and people are like, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. And I'm like, it's not okay. <laughs> um, but I think that, uh, if somebody's really angry about something and they're not really sure the best way to express it, maybe it manifests in sadness or something like that. I think it's really good to like sit with yourself and allow yourself to feel angry and kind of maybe even role play the situation as if it was happening. Maybe you're angry at your boss for passing you over mm. for, for promotion mm. or something or just for like being this. your boss <laughs> or just for being themselves maybe they're just they annoy you um like instead of writing them an angry email or confronting them at work it would be beneficial to write that angry email 
not in your email inbox, write it in your drafts, write it in like a separate, in Google Docs. In a no oops kind of situation. Yes, in a no oops situation where you can't accidentally send it, um, but you can say what you want to say and feel that anger and get it out. Um, And then maybe that role playing will help you gain some clarity over what you can actually say to your boss. Um, without losing your job. (laughs) (laughs) And and I think sometimes anger comes out of uh, experiences that Mm. we've had that may not have anything to do with the person who's pissing you off right now. It's possible. Or even that particular situation. Because I I know as as a corporate executive and as a leader that... Sometimes I would have to deal with parents Mm. who were angry about things. Mm. And that particular day, you know, we may be talking about your child who has just done something Mm. or whatever, but you you have to pull back and know that it's not personal. Right. And that you really are both here to do the best thing for that child. Right. But you cussing me out right now really (laughs) doesn't have anything to do with me. Yeah. And I'm not going to listen to, I'm not going to be too many more of them MFs. So so let me let you get a little bit of it off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And then if we can come to some terms and and find some language that we can really address the real problem. Because you really might be mad because your car wouldn't start this morning or you didn't have any money for groceries. Or this child, you're dealing, you got eight kids and this child. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it happens. Yeah, And living in a two-bedroom house. Yeah, it happens. Oh, boy. Now, that'll really make you mad. You can't get to the bathroom because you got eight kids. (laughs) I would be. Well, I've often found that anger, for me at least, is like more of a secondary emotion. So anger usually comes out if I'm maybe feeling scared or threatened or insecure about something. Um, and I, and I will lash out in anger, um, because of that, it's like a, like a rebound kind of feeling like, ah, like (laughs) you said what, you know, like, ah, um, but I do agree. Yeah. Taking a step back, um, is always a good thing if you're in a spontaneous anger situation. Um, but for me, I'm, I mean, there's some there's some like slow stewing angers, like the injustices that we were talking about that that really get me. And if I think about them too hard, I start to feel the fire bubbling Uh-oh. up again. So, so, so what <laughs> slow stew is cooking on your burner? Oh, man. I mean, you know, just give me one. Uh-huh. <laughs> just give me one. <laughs> one a day. Oh man, just one. Where did which and one do I even It's pick? almost wine time in Paris. So I know. you could give me one and then we could really, really wind down. <laughs> what injustices upset me the most? I don't know. I mean, like all of the patriarchy. I, is that too is that too broad? No, that's your thing. That's your thing. Yeah. Lies from the patriarchy really get me get my goat. Is that that's a saying? <laughs> A little old school saying here. (laughs) But really, I believe that um, the best revenge for any anger or injustice that you are angry about is living your life well. So if you can take that anger and empower yourself to do something about it um, or just to motivate yourself in a positive direction, then it's done its job. 
you were asking me to really think about a time when I was really angry mm -hmm. about something and what I did. And at first I was like, eh, I don't really get that, you know, I'm pretty even keel and whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get angry. I know it. But um, as you said, we, we all express our anger differently. I, I think that I was so angry that I had to pay for my children to go to school. Mm. And I lived in a community that I loved, but I couldn't send my kids to public school there anymore. And it was a school system that I had gone to school in, but it had changed so much mm. in the time, from the time that I was in school mm -hmm. to the time that I had children in school, mm -hmm. that I almost spent more money on their education before they got to co college. Wow. It was easier than the money I spent before they even got to college. Wow. But I think the upside of that was that, you know, I'm now retired from a career mm. where I went back to my community mm -hmm. and created schools. Wow. So Look I, at that. I, I think when we talk about being empowered by anger, mm -hmm. like that was probably a real slow stew for me. It usually is, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, it just would not go away. Yeah. Until I did something about it wow now when i retired from it i was done yeah <laughs> i wasn't angry anymore but you did do something that <laughs> well, helped I was people not angry yeah 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 i took my happy tail right over here to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's amazing you really did it you took anger over a unjust situation and you built a whole school out of it and helped all those kids and the school is still going, oh, right? Yeah. So you like oh, really yeah. created a lasting grown change. Grown. Yeah, thousands of children and wow. hundreds of employees and six campuses. Yes, Mary wow. P. Thomas Charter School is thriving. And even though I'm very retired from there, <laughs> I will always be team Marion P. Thomas because I'm a kid from Newark. There you are. Right. So I uh, and education changes people's lives. It does, you know? Absolutely. Um, and certainly during the civil rights era, mm -hmm. education was a major issue. Yeah. It's still a major issue. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. And now that's the truth. Really. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you talk about your dollar doesn't go very far, yeah. you know, the cost of education now, but anyway, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, we, whole nother time. We might save that. So before yeah. we get angry, <laughs> maybe we need to shut this puppy down and bring this to a okay. close. Well, I so think, you get the closing words. I mean, I, I don't have any closing words. I just want to say that uh, that's it. If you were listening, there's your example right there, Miss Karen. Thomas. She did it. She was angry, even with her even keeled nature. <laughs> she got angry about something and she did something about it. And you can too. So that's where I just want to leave it. You can do it too. I can do it. We can all do it. So let's stay angry and empowered. And be mad <laughs> as hell. And don't take it anymore. Don't take it anymore. <laughs>